Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. He's back in the bullpen today. We have Dave Spencer, host of Practically Political. It is a very popular podcast. We're gonna chop it up about the NFL. Dave is a member of the Rockefeller family, but he's also an avid sports fan. So Dave, let's talk about this new poll that came out that shows conservatives are withdrawing from the NFL because they feel the NFL is doing too much for black people. I don't want to presume what you know, believe about the topic of wokeness in the NFL. So I will give you the opportunity to opine and I will respond. Well, first of all, Doc, thanks for having me back. Good to be with you on Valentine's Day. You know, what you have in the NFL is really a disconnect, right? You have the league because the players are 70% black. They're making all these efforts. You know, they gave what a couple hundred million to social justice organizations, and they have the so-called Rooney Rule, which requires them to, you know, interview a diverse slate of coaches when you're when they're hiring someone. But then on the other side, you have an ownership that's basically a bunch of it's a billionaire boys white club. I mean, classic example is that little turd of a Redskins owner, Dan Snyder, who's still around. I think he would have been gone in any other sport. And so what happens is you have again, publicly the league is trying to represent the players and they're doing all these things, which you know you can argue how much of it is genuine and how much of it is not. But then when it comes to hiring coaches, the Rooney rule kind of gives them an out, right? It allows them to say, "Oh, well, we interviewed and you know, you saw the latest example where they it's revealed that they've been Already made a decision on whom they were going to hire, right? But then they then they still did the the perfunctory thing and interviewed some black <laughs> coaches. So it's kind of a the league is kind of caught in a in a in a tough spot here. But I think the main problem is the billionaire boys, uh, white ownership club. You don't have the diversity in ownership or input that you have in other sports. You know this is quite interesting because I actually agree with you on the billionaire club and by extension that connects. To historic racist issues in this country, in my opinion, classism, racism is really connected. So let's talk about the Rooney Rule. The Rooney Rule was their way to basically say, hey, you see, we interviewed black people, but we just didn't have any qualified. Now, that's ridiculous because when you look at their assistant coaching positions, they have assistant coaching positions occupied by black people up and down the gamut, right? Which means you have a significant field to recruit from. And then when you extend that to colleges and assistant coaching positions and some head coaching positions. Once again, you have a plethora to recruit from. So you have people, you have black people who are absolutely qualified. Here's the thing about what the NFL attempted to do. And I'm going to have to throw in my dear brother Jay-Z on this conversation, in this conversation. The NFL recruits Jay-Z in order to create a pact, so to speak, with the black community. Well, Jay-Z doesn't speak for the black community, he doesn't speak for me. Jay-Z gets hired, he then says, we're past kneeling, a reference to the Colin Kaepernick protest. And I want to remind everyone, because you just brought this up, David, about the money spent by the NFL on social justice programs. Do you remember why Colin Kaepernick took a knee in the first place? Yeah, yeah, I do. And I, I thought, you know, some of the stuff that he was raising was it was really more just as I understand it, he, he wanted to raise awareness. You know, it wasn't 
it wasn't, uh, I don't think necessarily it was a slap at, at, at the country. I think it was, you know, let's just Correct. take a, and by the way, you know, I feel what makes this country great is free expression. I think that flag burning is a terrible thing. But I believe it's it's protected under free speech. You so know, you Dave, you to, agree. You, you agree have to desecrate me. the flag to be able to protect it. That's, you the, agree that's what's great with about me this country. That what Colin Kaepernick did should have never created a penalty for him, right? I, I agree. I, okay. I didn't think I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I think it was sort of a it was perfect timing for a lot of people that sure. wanted to that were looking for something like this and they took the ball and ran with it. Pardon the All right. So let me let me remind everyone because it gets it gets lost in the narrative sometimes. The reason why Colin Kaepernick took a knee was to specifically bring awareness to black and brown folk and how they are treated by the police. That was his specific reason for taking right. the knee. Now, what did the NFL do? The NFL, one, they fired the guy de facto. They then blacklisted him, no pun intended. They would not give him a job back because he's a leader in a particular movement that they did not like. The president of the United States, Donald Trump at that time came out against him for a peaceful protest. And all of a sudden something that had nothing to do with football, all of a sudden had something to do with football. All right, taking a knee was not the issue, brother. It wasn't taking a knee because you had plenty of people who would make a touchdown, they would take a knee, right? You had plenty of individuals who prayed before the game, they would take a knee. It was about what he took a knee over. It was about the fact he had the audacity to take a knee as it relates to black folk and brown folk in the United States of America. Well, it was during the national anthem. That's what people weren't used to also. Okay, he, he took this knee, it was peaceful and it was for black folk and, and brown folk and how they're treated. I guarantee you this, David. If he would have taken a knee during the national anthem to bring awareness to the need for more money for cancer research in America, he would not have had that response. It was I the agree. fact that he took a knee for black folk and brown folk. Now, Jay-Z comes in, Jay-Z comes in, there's a new partnership. Jay-Z tells black folks we're past kneeling, all right? Jay-Z then is silenced as far as his efforts to create change in that industry because at one point Jay-Z was doing concerts with Colin Kaepernick t-shirts on his body. And he stopped all of that once he became part of that movement. Then the NFL announces a new partnership with Jay-Z and some other individuals connected to the league. And they're saying we're gonna give back and they named the money, the amount of money they're going to give back. Based on their revenues of 2020, the NFL gave back 0.000014% of their revenue. They gave less than 1% to social justice campaigns. And none of those campaigns had a damn thing to do with why Colin Kaepernick took the knee, none. What are your thoughts about that? Well, again, as I said, I think a lot of this stuff is done is done just so they can say, just so they can check off these boxes. You know, yeah. the, the proof is in the pudding and it's great. They can get tax write-offs by giving all this money to social justice organizations, and they can. I think they formed a player committee to promote it, and you know all that is fine and dandy. But when you have in any in any organization, when you have a, a disparity, you, know, you have 70% of the players that are black, and you have you know zero percent of the owners that are black, and frankly, zero percent of owners of color. You know, you look at other sports. I mean, whether it's Artie Marino who owns the Angels, you know, if if these people can understand more how the how the system works and what needs to be done. In the NFL, they're just tone deaf when it comes to this. And again, because the NFL has tended to ban corporate ownership, it's more individual ownership. That means these people are also more isolated than ever, and they might not have boards or they might not have people that tell them, "Hey, look, dude, you gotta you gotta you gotta get off your derriere here. This is this is not good PR." Not at all. And I'm glad to hear you say what you're saying. So at this point. 
David, here's how I see it, Tim, if you disagree. The NFL is at a crossroad where their industry or the industry of professional sports as it relates to football will suffer a great public relations nightmare because they are still corporate based. They still rely on sponsorship from major corporations that do say black lives matter. At this point, what should the response be in your opinion from the NFL? Well, I think again, this is not a very hard situation for them to do. I think you're gonna see them hiring more black coaches. Now there have been certainly coaches of color, people like Ron Rivera. So, and there are more, there have been more black coaches in the past. So, you know, I'm in, in, in my pragmatism, I'm gonna cut them a little slack in the sense that I don't think one black coach, and I guess there are gonna be maybe three next year, is indicative of the league. But I do think it's indicative of a tone deafness. And as I said, there's a disconnect because you have this imbalance. So yeah. I think that you that you're gonna see more player, more black coaches hired. But I also think that um, it would be nice to give the players a little more stake, you know, maybe have them uh, have more of an input in some of the owner deci- owner decisions that are made in terms of this area, because I think that would uh, the the league would benefit most from that in the in the long run. Do you believe the league is operating in systemic bias and racism? No, I, I I don't believe. I think this is more cluelessness and tone deafness. Okay, than, so let me challenge that. Uh, than, uh, challenge than, that. Than, 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 uh, racism. Okay. Systemic racism. racism. Racism doesn't necessarily have to be hyper aggressive for it to be racism. Even implied or implicit racism or implicit bias has the same result as hyper aggressive racism. Meaning, if you believe as a coach or even as an as an owner that black folk are less qualified to run things. If you believe that, well, that's implicit. Even if you're not engaged in hyper aggression as it relates to racism, it doesn't mean it's not racism, David. Do you get my point? Yeah, I do, but my my response to that would be it's not, if you look at, and this is by the way, this is not just coaches, look at okay. general managers, right? You know, uh, there there aren't any general managers of uh, very few of color. Brother, so you're proving me, my I point, think, that's systemic. You know, no, I understand that, that but, but my, point is, my point is if the, if the league were hiring different types of people of color and not black people, I, I would believe your point more, but I think again, oh come on, it, it's just, it's just being, it's just clueless. Now, 70% of the players are what again? I agree. That's a but that's, come on, that's, Dave. Come on, that's Dave. That's a disconnect. It's more than there a may disconnect. be soft racism. There's a here. design, soft racism. Come on, man. You sound like an apologist, brother. I'm you're not apologizing. You know me. I'm very honest. I'm just saying. I know you believe what you're it saying. Needs, and you are it honest. needs to be changed. I disagree. I it disagree. It needs to be you. changed. But also, I think that a lot of it is more cluelessness than than something that is actually a part of a policy. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. It's an unwritten policy. It's called culture. That's the policy. Yeah, for yeah right I there. think it's a culture. That's the thing. real I policy totally you got to be worried about. I don't how think people it's over. actually do business. Okay. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you for being on the show. Hey, always, always being good to be with you. Same here, man.